Before we get started, I want to remind you that it is time to sign up for the next session of our online homeschool parenting group. To get more information, check the link in the show notes below, or remember to go to homeschoolthinktank.com community after you're done listening to this episode. Hey there, my name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Remember to visit homeschoolthinktank.com to learn more about how we serve homeschooling families. Also, if you check the link in the show notes below, you can get more information about anything that is mentioned in this episode. I hope you enjoy this episode about homeschooling and parenting, and be sure to check in on Mondays for our episode that is all about mindset. Today we are talking about strewing as it relates to homeschooling. So what does the word strew mean? According to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it means to spread by scattering, to cover by or as if by scattering something. So clearly we're scattering things, right? So you might be wondering what is strewing as it relates to homeschooling. Some people tend to relate it to unschooling, but I don't think that should be the case. Strewing is for everybody. And yes, that is a very odd word, strewing, and it's spelled S-T-R-E-W-I-N-G. So you would, in essence, when you're strewing, you are intentionally leaving items out for your children to discover. So whether their books or their games or their toys or their printables or other educational items or even just fun items that maybe aren't quite so obviously educational in nature. And I want to make it clear that strewing is not just for parents of young children or for young children. You can do this with teenagers too. You can, in honesty, do this for your whole family. It could be something as simple as leaving a game out or a brain teaser, something that your family might just come across and end up doing something with that. So maybe instead of saying, does anybody want to play a game? You leave out Connect Four or you leave out a Scrabble game, something like that, or maybe the Bananagrams tiles. You just leave things out with the intention of others discovering them. So parents use strewing in a couple of different ways. And this is not just for homeschooling parents. This is for all parents. Believe me, if you have not ever used this technique, you're going to want to do this because it's really effective. But let's talk about the way parents do this first. Some parents like to strew with zero expectation. So yes, you have the intention of your kids stumbling upon something and hopefully they'll want to use the thing, right? But really when you're strewing, you're not coming with it with the expectation of you're definitely going to do this and we're going to get X, Y, and Z out of this. We're going to get achieve these learning objectives, right? It's just there for the kids. If they use it, great. If they don't, great. If they use it in the way you had in mind, great. If they don't, that's okay too. However, other parents do 
use strewing as a way to supplement their curriculum or to spark curiosity in curriculum that maybe is upcoming. That's up to you to decide how you want to use it. I think there are benefits in both aspects, but I'm going to tell you if your kids feel like you're just leaving the things out just to lead into some specific curriculum, I think they're probably going to not be as receptive to your string techniques. However, your children never really have to know that you're doing this on purpose. On the other hand, some parents like to do this in a very intentional way and their kids know they do this. So maybe every night before you go to bed, you strew some things about the house and your kids know they're going to wake up and find something fun. So it's almost like an Easter egg hunt, right? Or like Christmas morning. Every day is a new day and they know that somewhere in the house, there's going to be something sort of fun to do. And that is an effective way for you to give yourself some time to get up and get going in the morning and keep your kids busy too. So whether you leave out games or books or toys or an art project of some sort, your kids might know that every day they're going to go look around the house for something that you laid out for them the night before that's fun to do, and that can buy you some time in the morning to get yourself ready to go for the day. Likewise, if you have little ones, you could do this for after nap time. Let's say you're, you happen to be listening to this and your kids go to school all day. Maybe you could do this in anticipation for when they get home from school so they have something fun and exciting to do. And you can do this indoors or outdoors. Strewing can happen anywhere. It can happen in any room, inside or outside, any space, right? So something that I enjoyed doing this with for my children when they were younger were things like blocks or tinker toys or Legos, things that made a mess and I didn't always want to have out at the same time, especially let's say tinker toys and Legos. I didn't really like having those out at exactly the same time. Now blocks though, we would do blocks in train sets when they were really little. But even now, I'll intentionally leave something out like games and hope that maybe my kids will Say, hey, mom, you want to play this with me? Which hardly ever happens with my younger daughter because she's not huge on games, but it can happen with my older daughter more often. But even something I can think of like Blockus, that game, I love the game, but my kids actually used to use that in a very different way. They would actually make pictures out of those blocks when it was left out on the kitchen table. And that wasn't even necessarily intentional on my end. It was more like we finished playing the game and we didn't put it up. But then the kids started using it in a different way. But games can be used in strewing as well. And especially when you let your kids use them in ways that aren't necessarily the way the game is used. So really, there are just so many different ideas for strewing. You're basically taking things that you have in your home and putting them out hoping that your kids will use them in different ways. Likewise, you can go to the library with the intention of strewing. Where we live, there's actually a toy lending library, and it's through the local community college. You can go there and check out toys, and they have a lot of different things that maybe you wouldn't have at home, and you could lay those out for your kids. And FYI, sometimes children's museums have different things that you can check out or your public library. 
So definitely check with different places where you live to see what they have because that's a way for you to leave some interesting things out. Another thing in the spring and in the summer, go yard selling one day and just look for things that could be fun for your kids to use. And while a moment ago I said I didn't really love having, say, Tinker Toys and Legos out together, I'm not going to say they never were out at the same time. They certainly were because my kids might make something out of each thing and then play with them together. But you could also do something like getting clay out or Play-Doh or whatever and getting say the little hard figure toys and your kids might play with those with the clay as they build whatever they want to build for their animals to go through, right? So I like using strewing to also combine things that the kids might not have combined on their own. There's a lot of ideas. I have an article that goes with this episode with some videos that might give you some additional ideas and I'll continue to add to the article over time. But just have this concept in mind to get your kids engaged with something they might not be engaged with otherwise to maybe get them using toys they've sort of forgotten about or games they've forgotten about, get them playing in new ways. It really just sparks creativity and curiosity, again, when you put things out in a different way. So I want to acknowledge one thing real quick. In the episode before this, I talked about taking care of business and it was part of our Mindset Mondays episodes. And you can use strewing to give yourself time when you need it. I did this all the time when my children were young. My kids are older now. I don't have to do things like that to get time. I can just tell them I need a few minutes. But if you put some things out for your children, you can intentionally give yourself some time. Maybe do a few different things. Chances are they're going to pick something up that you did. The other thing is if you will sit down with your kids and clearly sometimes you just sit down and absolutely play with them and spend that time with them without any time cap, right? But then there are other times when you're doing this to give yourself a break. If you will sit down for 15 minutes and just engage with them and get them going, especially when they're younger, they very likely will just continue to play even after you get up and excuse yourself. And if you see their interest waning, let's say you're sitting there trying to do the bills, get back down on the floor with them, play a little bit more, get them going again, and then you can resume what you need to do. So you can be really intentional with this to give yourself time. We all need time. (laughs) and sometimes we need a few minutes alone without the kids interrupting us constantly, and this is a way to get that. All right, that's all I have for you this week. Check out the article that goes with this episode. I think you'll find it helpful, and I think you'll find the videos in there helpful as well. Before we go, just a reminder that it is time to sign up for our online homeschool parenting group. If you would like more information about it or you want to join, check the link in the show notes below. If you're driving down the road or can't look right now, just remember homeschoolthinktank.com slash community, and you can learn everything you need to get started. All right, live and learn your way. My name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to follow this podcast and share it with a friend. 
Remember to check the show notes for a link to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. In this article, we'll include any links that we mentioned in this episode. And remember that you can search all of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast episodes at homeschoolthinktank.com.